Hello everyone, what's babbling? This is Psycho Babbles with Miranda, and here's my mom again. Hi. This is my podcast, my pod, no, this is the podcast for my class, Psychological Effects of the Internet, where I talk about the topics I am learning, and my mom will respond with some of her own thoughts. Um, so this is episode 45, and we're continuing with the theme of motivation on the internet. Um, And this time, we're talking about sources of motivation. So basically answering the question of what motivates us to to do things. Um, And I guess this... Did Dad just say money? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'll say I heard it in the background. It's a source of happiness. Okay, well... Okay, so money can be a motivator, but not, like, in the sense of what we're going to talk about. Um, it might fall in one of the categories, though, so when it comes up, I'll let Dad know. Um, I'll tell him that he falls in that category. Um, but yeah, so we're talking about the internet, like, this isn't my class about the internet, but this episode, we won't talk about the internet, if that makes sense. This is, like, an introductory episode to the next one. Okay. Um, but anyway, we're just gonna be defining a lot of stuff, so it should be a pretty short episode, unless we get really off topic, which happens sometimes. Um, so motivation in general, let's just define that motivation is, um, is an internal state. Okay. So it's an internal state or condition that activates behavior and gives us some direction of like how to act or like what to do. Um, and in other words, it is a desire or want that energizes or directs our goal oriented behavior. Um, so I, I said that as if the second definition would make the first one make more sense, but in reality, they're both just kind of confusing definitions. But yeah, so basically it's like it activates us to like act a certain way. Activates right. to act. Um, so now there are seven sources that can cause motivation. So we'll start with the first one, which is pretty self-explanatory. It's stimulus response. So there's a stimulus, and we respond to it. So okay. there's that. So say, like, yeah. dad texts me, I respond to dad. Or in most cases, I text dad three times in a row, and he responds to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and so normally, we are trying to obtain a positive response in, like, the way we react to a stimulus or we're trying to avoid a negative response Um, usually the case yeah yeah, usually the case usually we don't like negative things right unless you're a negative nelly and then you thrive off of negativity Um, but that's not us yeah there's that yeah i was gonna say that's a whole other i'll say we i'll say we established in the happiness episode that that is not us (laughs) right but, okay, so anyway, um, this is a side note because it's, again, setting us up for the next episode. But for this assignment, um, I had to keep track of, like, 20 sources of motivation. Like, 20 things that I did in a row in a day. Um, and then I had to, like, talk about, like, what motivated me to do those things. Um, and so we're going to talk about... We're going to talk about those things that I did at the library as, like, examples for these definitions in the next episode. 
So if they're confusing, okay. then I would say just wait and we'll get to the next one. And then I'll provide like my examples. Um, so anyway, generic examples. I would say for the stimulus response, you get a notification and you respond to it. There's that. Um, the next one is a social motivation. And so this one is achieving or maintaining social affiliation, acceptance, or like a sense of social belonging. Um, and I think a lot of people have social motivators, like they want to feel included. Like if all your friends are going out, you're more motivated to also want to go out because you don't want to be left out. Um, the, icon yeah. the iconic FOMO. Yeah, I was going to say, there's a word for that. Yeah, fear of missing out. Uh-huh. Not even going to lie. The only reason I know what that phrase is, is because I have a song on my playlist titled FOMO. Oh, really? And then it, it played in my car one time. Like, it's literally just called FOMO, like F-O-M-O. And mm-hmm. it played in my car, and Lauren was in the car, and she goes, Ooh, the old fear of missing out. And I was like, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's what that stands for? Um, well, the only reason I know about it is that there was a commercial about it, and they actually spilled it out, you know, oh, if you have FOMO, you know, the fear of missing out. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, apparently. And I, I even taught my friend group. Oh my god, you did? See, that yeah. is where I get my smartness from. <laughs> I see it now, I see it, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> it's all coming together. You can't beg to differ when the facts are right in front of us. <laughs> That's not how this works. <laughs> what did he say? He said whatever. Uh, whatever. Major loser. Yeah. Okay, anyway. Um, the third motivation is biological. Um, so here we look to activate our senses. Um, and this is, like, decreasing things like hunger. So, like, if we're hungry, we're going to go eat. We're motivated to want to okay. eat. Um, if you're thirsty, you're motivated to go get a drink. Um, and I hate being thirsty. I hate it because then I have to get up and get something to drink. And sometimes I don't have the motivation to get up and get something to drink because I'm good at ignoring stuff. Um, so I don't like this one. But anyway, um, otherwise maintain a homeostasis, a nice little balance. Um, we'll move right on to the next one, number four, which is cognitive. Wow, Alexis, are you joining the podcast? Okay. Wow. A little interruption there. Your main motivation? Okay. Oh, so are you saying money wasn't your main motivation? No, I'm just trying to be smart. Oh, I see, I see. Okay. You had to, you had to explain that for the podcast so that they knew you weren't shallow. Where was I again? See? You were, I think, on number four. Yep, yeah, number four. Okay, cognitive. So, oh, my phone's going to die. Give me a second. I got to plug in. I can't lose my guest speaker. Okay, we're fine. <laughs> We're fine. I would have just ended up talking to myself for the next 10 minutes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. number four. We got this. So, number four is cognitive. And this is maintaining our attention to something we find interesting or threatening. So, here we want to, like, develop meaning or understanding to something or, like, solve a problem. 
Um, and this one, it also, like, helps us make a decision. So, like, when we have to make decisions, we're cognitively motivated to think it through. Um, so, yeah, and right on to the next one, which I confuse with cognitive all the time because they're very, very, very similar, um, which is cognitive. Cognitive. And this is cognitive. when... Cognitive, yeah. And this is when we want to meet a personally identified goal um, or obtain personal achievement. Um, so I guess an example here would be... Um, I personally want to finish this podcast. And it's motivating me to finish my podcast. Yeah. So that's the... But you'll have to, you'll have to give me an example. To, can you give me an example again of number four? Oh, cognitive? Like wanting to, so, like, say, um, let's see. So, like, I know I said I was going to do my, like, motivation for when I was at the library in the next episode, but if you need an example right now, um, one of my motivations was, like, opening my email, and so my cognitive motivation there was to see if I had any emails I, like, needed to respond to. Okay, gotcha. So I guess in a way, because the thing is, five is more of a personal goal. Yeah. You lay out. Mm -hmm. And so the reason it can be kind of hard to think of like specific examples here too is because um, some things overlap, like motivations will overlap. Yeah. Um. So like the example I was gonna use for cognitive is you're hungry, so you want to eat. So there's your biological motivation. But then you don't know where you want to eat, so you look up, like, restaurants to, like, okay. learn about them. So right. then that would be your cognitive motivation. Okay. Gotcha. But then I didn't want to confuse anyone, so then I was like, I'll just give a different yeah, example. But then I think that one was a better example. Yeah. It can, I can see where it can get a little confusing, but yeah, that makes yeah. sense. So anyway, number six is effective, which is, I think, my favorite one, because we like to feel good. We don't want to feel bad, so boom, we have motivation to feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do a lot of things for, like, effective reasons. Like, I like feeling good. Yeah. Um, and then we have we have spiritual, which, to be honest, this one I had difficulty understanding or, like, having examples of it because yeah. I don't think too much about it. But anyway, um yeah. Spiritual is our motivation to increase our understanding of our own purpose in life. Um, and we, like, are looking to connect ourselves to an ultimate unknown. Um, yeah. And I, I really don't have any examples of this because I don't really have a lot of spiritual motivations. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that's all seven. So if Dad wants to tell me what his biggest motivation in life is. Okay. Okay, hang on. Go ahead, Dad. Um, well, pride motivates me. Pride? Pride to be the best that you can and everything you do, that kind of thing. So what, what category does that fall into? That might be cognitive. You have a personal identified goal. You want to attain personal achievement. Because right. anything I take on, I want, I want to do it the best that it can be done, right? There's a perfection there. Yeah. So I. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I would say you're you're falling in the cognitive. Um, your your personal identified goal is to do things to the best of your ability. So you're motivated to work hard and do things to the best. You're motivated to then do things to the best of your ability. It could also be effective. Like, you know, you feel good when you do things successfully. Um, so you're more motivated to do things that make you feel good. Answer. Thank you. I told you I was smart. <laughs> but, okay. Um, that's all I have for this episode. And then the next episode, I'll just be going through the fun little thing I did at the library. Because I did this assignment the one day Lauren and I went to the library. And I was really nervous yeah. that I was about to be exposed. Because I had to, like, literally note, note down everything I ever did. And this is when I was, like discovering ADHD and like that I probably had it and I was like I'm about to expose myself so hard right here and just prove to my to everyone that I can't focus yeah um so yeah it's kind of a little funny diary entry oh boy yeah okay um so let's well, whenever, do it whenever you're you're up for it well we'll get into that yeah we'll do it in the next one so I'll talk to you again in like three seconds okay sounds good okay bye This episode of Psychobabbles is sponsored by... Just kidding! You thought we had a sponsor? We actually don't. Miranda procrastinates too much. So, I hope you enjoy the last few seconds of just music as we suffer through these next couple of days of trying to get all these episodes done. Goodbye. (laughs)